Bonan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and listen to Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. <laughs> hey, this is Matt. Joe. And Becky. Host of pre-recorded live from the Mistake on the Lake, and you are listening to Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. There is a story so strange in its implications that it defies ordinary classification. Welcome to Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cronus. Uh, Prodigy's out today, and so is Stitch and Old Ninja. On my left, your boy Blue. It's not even an intro, man. <laughs> I know it's the intro. <laughs> we, I'm trying to do my Aussie impression. Okay, and we, hey, have, yeah. we have two guests with us today. First one will be... Hey, what's going on? I'm Sean. I'm a bass player for the J-Trees band. Yeah, that's pretty... It's a nice intro. I know. Top that. And also... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... The second person, uh, my name is uh, Jason Trees, and I'm also in the same band, Jay Trees Band. Uh, I guess you could say uh, named after me, but I'm not the one who does all the work. It's mm-hmm. the whole band is everybody, which makes it a uh, sort of a power, a hybrid type of interesting band. Yeah, you guys are a really interesting band. Uh, we met you during, was it SFP week? It was the last day, right? Yeah, uh, Blue was there. Yeah, and you were at a place called The Bistro, and it was in Hayward, which is like one of my favorite bars to go yeah. to. Yeah, um, there's two. Yeah, yeah. They, I was they there have, once, but it was they, right. They have The Younger that's there. Oh, they the have younger. The Younger there? Yes, oh, they yeah, do. They, Most people yeah, don't even know about that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know they had that there. Awesome. Do they still have it? Uh, no, no, it's, it's, all, it's, like, all, it's gone. all gone. Jason's like, yeah. what the fuck are you guys talking hey, about? It's like, <laughs> it's like one of the, like, I guess, most popular beers on the planet. Yeah. You can only get it during a certain time frame, and it's during SF Beer Week, and uh, the Bistro oh, is one of the shit. few bars in the Bay Area that gets it. So. Yeah. Wow. It's like limited yeah. pours, and like, uh, they usually tap out like in a day. Like, that's how crazy it is. Like, if you go to, they, they make it at Russian River, and if you go to Russian River to pick it up, the line's like, Five blocks long. Like so it's, it's like a it's Black insane. Friday almost. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a oh, Black man. Friday of beers. That's good. <laughs> Black Friday of beers. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Shoot. And people will sell them on eBay. Like, they'll buy, like, a growler and sell them on eBay for, like, hundreds of dollars. And people will buy them. So crazy. Yeah, they will. Shoot, we need to make our own J Trees type of <laughs> yeah, J Trees yeah. winery. I, I know they do have, I think it's called a J Sellers, a winery. I always find that on Facebook when you type in our name, J Trees. But then we pop up. It's... I think that's what it's called, but it's like I'm doing advertising for them. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's all good. Yeah. We, we give out all kinds of free advertisements on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, so. that's crazy, man. So, you're, uh, the band. Uh, explain yeah. the kind of music that you play, because it was a really interesting mix of music that I was listening to uh, when you guys were out there. I, th- I thought it was amazing. So, cool, go man. ahead and explain it. Well, let's... Uh, yeah, well, I kind of see it as kind of a rock band at its core, but we do a lot of jazz kind of experimenting. Um, so I guess you could call it sort of a fusion band, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that was that was a pretty good way to to, to explain it. I always tell people we're a rock band because in the past when I used to tell people, I used to be like, "Oh yeah, we're a, a jazz metal blues fusion uh, rock band." They'd be like, "What the hell is that?" And yeah. <laughs> so eventually, I was just like, you know what? I realized we're just core, like how Sean said, we're a rock band. But usually, I tell people like I'm a jazz fusion guitar player. Like yeah. that's how I am. I can also play metal and things like that, but I guess the best way to describe it is it's rock, but mixed with uh, jazz fusion. It has a little bit of everything for the year. Yeah, because as you're playing, um, you can tell like different, definite influences in there in there in your music. Like uh, I hear a lot of like Hendrix in there. Like sometimes it's like it's pretty cool, um, <laughs> and nice. it's like progressive metal in there as well. So yeah. it's like a really interesting mix. I thought it was fucking badass. So I appreciate that's why it, like immediately 
after you guys were done playing, we're like, we gotta get these guys in the podcast. Yeah, so, <laughs> I guess yeah. we're definitely fucking awesome. Yeah, no, it, it was it was a nice venue. I, I I haven't had time, but I need a I need to contact them again. I wanna I wanna play there again. It was a really tight spot. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, and it was really cool because like um, when we went there, like it was kind of like last minute and. Um, like the crowd in there was real chilled, and like yeah. there, there was a band that was on there before you guys. But when y'all guys came on, y'all guys kind of killed it when you when you were on there. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I I feel kind of bad, man. You know, like we, we really appreciate the comment, but like it was weird because all the bands that played were all whole different genres. Yeah, like, yeah. the first yeah. band that went on was like this punk rock band. They're called the Perishables. They're our good friends. You know, check them out on Facebook. They're a really good punk rock band. If if you you know, if whoever's into that. Um, and then the, the next band that went on was called Night Diving. I'm not sure if they're still active, but they were like this alternative shoegaze band. They were not punk rock. Mm-hmm. They were not even. They were just like this whole different like indie type of. That thing. was the one with the hippie chick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one yeah. that yeah. Really cool. up, I think, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were really they were such a funny band. They were really cool. I haven't talked to them in a while, but then when we go on, it's like um, the first band, the drummer. He's like, uh oh. He's like, here comes the professionals. Like, I'm always gonna remember that. It was, it was funny. Like, it's not. I just try not to say anything because it's like, I guess we purposely try to make our songs as catchy. But I think that's what every artist should try to yeah, try to do. Yeah. You know, because you want to get the most people interested and you know, have make cool everyone book. have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody, I think that was there, loved the man. So yeah, it was, it was, it was <laughs> that's great. Good. Was, were we, were we recording the 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 um, Beer Fest cast while they were playing? Yeah, actually, so we were recording a podcast. I got one of the tables, and then you guys started playing. And I was like, holy shit, these guys are badass. I yeah. just kind of let it record for a while, and I was like, oh, yeah, we just kind of just sat and listened. That's when uh, we decided to just talk to you guys. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. Oh, wow, man, I gotta yeah. hear that. Awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I don't think I put it up because I didn't want to like rip off your music, you know what I mean? I don't want to <laughs> yeah. be like, hey, listen to these guys. It's <laughs> yeah, like, you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, wasn't man. Mic. it wasn't a shitty mic, but it wouldn't have been the sound that you wanted. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That have been bad representation of you guys. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, it was cool that venue. It's just, it was nice because it was kind of like you could play as loud as you want in there. Yeah. It's a, t- and it's so, a tiny space, too. Yeah, it was a really yeah. tiny yeah. space. And I liked it because when we open up, you know, I, I didn't come up with this. I, I got this from watching so many different artists. Like, I'm into multiple genres of music from going from the 40s all the way to up. Even hip-hop and rap, I love. That's cool. I can go on a whole uh, journey with that. But my whole point is that when, when we open up shows... I don't see any local band. They don't do it. They just go straight to the music. Yeah. And the thing is, what we try to do to show people that we are this, you know, we're ready for those big stages, those festivals and things. We do an intro. Yeah. We have that chord just open the do, you know, make as much as noise, hit one more chord, and then it just sort of just builds up and it catches everyone's attention. It's kind of like a lightning strike. Yeah. And then we look at each other and we go to the song. Yeah. You know, I, I guess it's to catch everyone's attention. Oh yeah, it definitely works. So yeah, I kind of remember you guys doing that because I remember thinking like, "Wow, is that the end of the song?" But then all of a sudden, you guys just <laughs> yeah, started going yeah. at it. I was yeah, like, "Oh yeah. shit!" <laughs> it was not. It's one of those oh, false man. endings. It was great. Yeah, yeah. take people on a journey. Yeah, it kind of made me think of uh, that scene from um, was it uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, where the guy comes out and he plays <laughs> oh. that one song. He thought this song is about you, and he's like, and he just stops. He's all, dude, that sucks. <laughs> and then he played like a real song, which is fucking funny. That's what it reminded me of. No, yeah, seriously. Like, the way I really did actually what made me come up with the idea of like, hey, we should always open up with this just awesome chord, and mm-hmm. just like, everyone just hit this note. You know, depending on which song we open up with, we'll hit that note, depending on. But what really made me like, be like, okay, we're going to do this. 
I was watching. It's kind of funny. I was watching the Purple Rain movie. Okay, the Purple Rain <laughs> oh, movie. A movie. You know, have you ever showered? No. Prince was the yeah. shit on there. You know, yeah, yeah. and so he's, he's totally different now. He's not the same, but he had his rival in the movie, and it was Morris Day. You know, yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. And when they go on stage, you know, he's like Morris Day's like just fully confident because they do this intro. They're just like done, and they're just like building it up real quick, and it's all. Ks. And then it goes to the song, do, 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 you know, and stuff like that. I hope I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to rip anything off, but no, no. that's um, awesome, man. That's how yeah, we kind of, yeah. you know, sort. I was like, hey, you know, I kind of like this. Let, let's do a chord intro like that, and then go to the song. Yeah, yeah. a lot of bands aren't doing that nowadays. Like, I don't know why. I think Prince and probably a few others I can remember that actually did that, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, people just go to the song. Nowadays. Well, it's almost like they're doing a job. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's like it's your career, but it's just like. Yeah. I'm just here to get shit done and then leave. It's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> you know, so. No, really. That's kind of almost what it looks like. Kind of like they record a song and they try and duplicate it live for people. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. But oh, I feel like man. we try and make ours a little more alive. So yeah. it's, it's, that's why we have the jazz element, I guess. It's like a little bit of improv with the like structure that we have. And I, I love that because uh, that's what, uh, like, Satriani, he does that in, like, for his, all of his yeah. live shit. Yeah. It's always different when you hear it. Um, yeah. And then I, sometimes with uh, Metallica, they do the same thing. They kind of change up some of the... Yeah. Um, what do you call them? The solos? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, that's definitely cool. true. Um, what was I going to say about the whole solo thing? I was losing my point on that. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> like, what's cool about the bistro is that it's kind of like a mixed crowd, too. So, like, there's young, mm-hmm. old, younger people. Yeah, there were some older younger people. people. A lot there, of older yeah. folks there. Yeah, yeah. Very was, diverse there. It's pretty scary, though. I was yeah. like, I hope we do not uh, <laughs> scare them, but they liked it. They stayed. It was, it was really nice. Well, yeah. usually at any bar, you're, you're already kind of at an advantage because they're probably drunk. So. Yeah. The people like in Hayward seem to actually want to be there. Where it's, where, yeah. like, we're from San Jose and like a lot of times when we yeah. play the bars around there, it feels like the people are just kind of there. They don't want entertainment. They want to listen to the pre-recorded electronic stuff going on and like yeah. Yeah. No, no. and so that yeah it's, it's nice to come somewhere and play and have people really respond to it yeah because I mean, Hayward is it's got like a really tiny downtown area yeah and so when people I go there it. it's like for a purpose you know what I mean mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't have you, don't, you can't really walk around somewhere and like find shit to do you, you go in there to go somewhere so and it's, it's kind of cool no that's that's definitely true like that's why you know we don't we don't gig in our city so much we we did that last year a couple times but I want to say within a 12-month span, because we've only been a band for a little bit over a year now, and uh, we do not really gig in our city so much. The reason why we like to go out more is because we notice in different cities, the audience, for some reason, appreciate the music more. You know, when we come to San Jose, we realize people are like, you know, they're just kind of like on their time, and then they just kind of, just kind of there for a little bit, and they kind of leave, but like uh, like today, you know, we have a show in in our hometown, San Jose, it'll be at uh, Guitar Wars Music Shop. Starts at 6 p.m. Uh, we'll be going on around 6:30, 7. But um, it's kind of nice because now we, you know, we're telling our fan base, "Oh, hey, we're finally in San Jose. Come on out, everybody!" So, yeah. you know, it sounds kind of cheesy, but you know, just tell everyone to come out and stuff like that. But um, th- I, we always love other cities. It's just a lot more better for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, and I do like San Jose, but yeah, it's like a, it's a much bigger city. You know, there's a lot more people there. It is. So. It's overpopulated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's bad. Yeah. Oh man. You got all kind of different kind of rich people, poor people. All yeah. Over yeah. So how did you guys start getting into music? Um, like, when, when did you start? What made you get into music? Influences. It's hard to say what it was. Probably like getting girls, right? Like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> 13, like man, these guitar players, they seem pretty cool. I remember watching a lot of like VH1, and they used to do a lot <laughs> yeah. of uh, like you know an hour long thing on like some rock band and their yeah. stories, and you hear how they had 
his crazy drug addictions and mm. played wild shows and then. <laughs> so you want to do drugs? You're like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm all about that. Drugs, fuck yeah. Let's go destroy your hotel rooms. Uh, but there's something kind of alluring about that, and then kind of getting to start to play music and yeah, I don't know, just kind of all came together that way. And I guess as I got older, I cared more about music theory and really learning what I was doing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that was kind kind of the same story when I when I started. I mean, I, I grew up sort of. I never. My family's not even musically inclined. The only person I have is my uncle. He's he's a pretty good guitar player, but, I mean, no one else is really, like, musically inclined. And so it was never something where it was like, oh, I'm going to try this one day. It was, it, like, didn't even exist as in my whole childhood, even early teen years and stuff. It just never existed. And then I was always listening to rap and hip-hop. I mm -hmm, never yeah. cared about rock, anything, you know. I still like Drake's new album. I still listen to Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> I still like, you know, The Chronic when Dre released, when <laughs> released that. Yeah, you yeah. know, we'll still sometimes listen to Gin and Juice when we're driving and to we shows. We sometimes play that one song. I forget what it's called. It's doo -doo -doo -doo. Oh, I oh that's, that's uh, uh, shit. It's from Deep Dre Cover. Day or something? No, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's from Deep Cover. It's uh, Dr. Dre. It's her first song. Yeah. I think it was called Deep Cover. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. But a lot of that stuff, you know, it hit hard. It was good. But. I didn't really start getting into music till about, you know, um, probably about five years ago. I, like, actually, as I mean my music, I got into the instrument, and I don't know, I, I realized, um, I remember I was, I was in, I was in, like, this community type of group thing, and, and, and the man asked me, he was like, he's like, he's like, you want to play guitar? And I was like, guitar? I was like, um, I'm like, why? So because well, we have a band, and they need a guitar player, they'll train you. And I was like, um, alright, so I tried it, and it was way too hard and I gave up and I think that's how everybody <laughs> that's happened to me yeah, yeah. I, them, I was like what the yeah, fuck it's, yeah. it's it's not like butter you know when people play you look and you're like shoot it looks like butter it's easy you just, yeah you know it looks like along. it's just easy but then when you try it on I was just like screw this so I gave up and I tried singing and I realized I was like oh I, I guess I can sing I, people like it but I didn't really know I can sing until years came by and then eventually I was like oh, okay I can sing then I came back to the guitar and I just played by ear and really figured it out. But then in time, like what Sean said, I wanted to get the musical type of uh, aspect of yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And I started learning theory. And I did that because I realized, and this is for every musician, whoever is listening to this or whenever you do, it's always good to learn theory because it's it's a language you, uh, you, you speak. It's like example, um, you go to Mexico. Okay, you go to Mexico. Let's say you don't know Spanish and you go to Mexico. How are you going to communicate or get around? I mean, you could kind of know the Mexican culture. You might know a couple words like hola, hello, <laughs> or adios, you know, bye. But what if you're hungry? I mean, how do you how do you explain a sentence to them in just one word to say I'm hungry? You know, you'll think, oh, I'm ready. Tell them, you know, I'm hungry. There it is. So you, you learn music theory to have a language to kind of, it's words to fill gaps to get to the point faster. Um, but, you know, like uh, our drummer, you know, he couldn't make it today. Um He's not, uh, he plays by ear, but that doesn't make him a bad drummer. He's really, uh, I'm going to say it, he's a badass fucking drummer. He's crazy he's good. Got a great feel. Really yeah. great feel. I was impressed when he, when he was first like warming up. Yeah. And, yeah. It was tripping me out. Like he has a Latin jazz feel. And when he came in the band, he started adding like salsa to our music. It's like, well, what's going <laughs> on here? But it was cool. And we, we recently wrote a song that has some Latin in it. Oh, cool. Nice. And so um, just eventually all that kind of came by but but the whole point of the whole music thing is you know it's just there to get to the point fast like with our drummer you know since he doesn't know theory we can't use those words it's like if you know english and someone knows you know and you try to go to you know uh, mexico 
you're not going to be able to, you know, get across. So you're kind of going to have to use kind of hand signals to yeah, kind of, you know, yeah. get across kind of body language. So that's what we do with our drummer. I thought you'd just you speak know? louder. That's how they understand. Right? <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> sometimes, man. Sometimes no, the music's no. too loud. So oh, when, you, when you're talking about music theory, are you talking about like uh, like reading sheet music or is it... Like, understanding, like, you know, if I hit this key, it's going to play this note. Like, exactly what do you mean by that? Yeah, that's a really good question. For the music lamers out there, like myself. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, that's a really good question. Well, um... The music let, we play yeah, doesn't really, um... We don't write it out in terms of, like, music notation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't even, like, tab it out. We just kind of... Usually Jason will write something and show me and I'll work with it or vice versa. Um... But with music theory, we kind of like we'll sometimes think of the key we want the song in, mm-hmm. um, and the song he was mentioning the like more Latin one we had like an idea for. I was just kind of like going over modes again and just kind of built it around the concept of going from one mode to the next in the correct sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of have like just general ideas and then try and work with them instead of having very strict ideas of like uh, playing this note exactly here, but. Yeah, but yeah, that was a really good way you said it, like, modes. I know whoever's listening, they might be like, what the fuck is a mode? I was going to say. Yeah, I know. Mode is one of the most scariest things to learn in music theory because modes is when you have to follow something. It, mm-hmm. Modes are there to create actual... They were invented to create music. Yeah. Like, correct pattern so you don't hit a wrong note. And so, um, basically, I guess to answer that question was, like Sean said, we, we don't sheet things out. I mean... I, I'm pretty sure if you gave me a piece of sheet music or you gave Sean a piece of sheet music, we could figure it out, but we're not we're not readers. We don't like doing that. We also play by ear like everybody else. Yeah. But the reason why we, um, you know, the whole theory thing, it was, I guess, to get the point across. So I guess we only use it to have the words there so we can get to the point faster. Like Sean mentioned something, the key of the song. Now, if everybody's playing by ear and we don't know music theory... We can't say key. key. So we're going to have to be like, oh, we're on the A string on the the D fret, and then I go to the A string again on the first fret, you know? But... It just takes longer to explain. It takes longer to explain. So the theory is just there. We learned it just so we have these words saying like, oh, one of our songs, Latin Seed, it's in the key. It's actually in D minor. Mm -hmm. The corresponding key is F major. Boom, right there. Sean and I already know how many notes we can hit. We go from there, and then we just kind of make it. But one thing we encourage people not to do is don't become a crazy um, music theory nerd where you will get <laughs> to the point where... Uh, and it's okay to be a music theory nerd. We we get like that sometimes. And I'm pretty sure there's, there's other people like that, like professors. But what can happen is if, if you get too strict with music, musical concepts and theory and you try to, uh, you know, try to base every song correctly and it has to be off this and it has to be on this, you'll never be able to get that nice flowing song so sometimes yeah. you do have to go by ear and kind of you know that's how the best songs come out uh, even on the songs on the radio all the songs in the 80s and 70s you know most of those great musicians like Hendrix yeah. he didn't know music theory and the yeah. stuff he was doing was like phenomenal crazy good you know and it shows for, because of him now guitarists you know from 70s and 80s and 90s and like myself today we can appreciate that and it's up to a guitarist if they want to learn theory or not nice so where did you guys learn theory from like did you guys go to college or Uh, mine was actually mostly self-taught okay Um, actually yeah it was self-taught and then kind of tried to look for a job teaching music and teaching guitar Mm -hmm. and then once I got a job kind of doing that it kind of forced me to actually learn uh, sight reading more (laughs) so I was kind of on the job training I might have fudged my like experience level a little bit when I first uh, did that but um 
yeah, I've just kind of like really kind of self-taught myself. I've taken a few like singing classes and stuff, uh, community colleges, but um, mm-hmm. nice. yeah, never had the wherewithal to really just go for like a music degree. So yeah, yeah I'm, well, I'm auto- autodidact, so I'm kind of the same way. I just if I want to learn something, I'll just fucking learn it. So yeah, I don't yeah. like I don't I was never big in a college or anything like that. So yeah, and yeah, with, with with here, kind of the same thing again. You know, it was just kind of. Just kind of something where it was just like, um, just kind of self-taught. I just, you know, I encourage everybody, you know, um, you could take a class or you could go on the internet and watch videos. Yes. <laughs> so you have three options. You could take a class, one. Two, you could look on videos if it's easier, if you like visually. Or three, you could read books. Now I'm going to say one thing. Books are very difficult because when you have a question about a sentence, uh, that man isn't there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so... It's kind of hard. Um, what I did is I, I actually, I tried learning from books and I was like, man, I was like, screw this. It's way too hard. I'm done. I shredded the book, lit it on fire. True story. <laughs> threw it away. I was Total like, i never, you know, and I just realized like on guitar, it never ends. And that's how music is. It never ends for piano players. You could just keep making things more complicated and saying different things. It's like the, it's like our language that we're speaking right now, English. You can say so many words. If you ask me, did I brush my teeth today? I can say yes. I can say yep. I could say yeah. Mm. I could say mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can even nod my head. You see, I mean, there's so many different answers, and it's the same thing. Music theory. There's so many different things, but I guess what I did is I'm, you know, I, I'm expanding a little too much on it. Um, to conclude the part was I took class, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get my music degree, and I was like, fuck that, I'm done. After I took the class, I was like, this is <laughs> way too complicated, and from that point on. The class gave me a little spark. I just took a six-month class, you know, at a community college, mm-hmm. and it was just the introduction to music theory. Nice. It was kind of complicated, and from there, you know, the teacher would give out homework. What I did is I would go on YouTube and try to look up a video where someone can explain it, but I would watch multiple videos to make sure all those guys were saying yeah. the same yeah. thing, and it was difficult, but mainly self-taught. Mainly self-taught. See, I kind of wish I grew up in this generation where I could watch like YouTube to figure out things because like a lot of stuff back in the day when you like when you take a class like you had to like read the book over and over again yeah. until you fucking understood it. But now exactly. like you go on YouTube and there's like 15 different videos mm-hmm. you can watch explaining the same subject, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can self-verify on your own. Yeah. yeah. So, so are there any uh, books or videos or anything like that that you guys, I guess, that stood out f- to you in music theory that you can recommend to any any of our listeners? Um, uh, it's probably like said too many times, but like Bach's Well-Tempered Clavier, I think is just like an amazing collection of, uh, <laughs> fugues and preludes. And I can only really play the first like C major, uh, prelude. And when I get to the fugue part, which I guess for people that don't know, it's like, it's, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it shortly. It's like, <laughs> it's like playing, um, one thing and then playing it later on at a different time. Mm-hmm. So you're playing the same piece of music almost at two different times and in two different places. And you're just, you're, oh, it's wow. really difficult for your mind to grasp. Yeah, it's complicated. But, but, um, yeah, I guess if you really want to learn it, I would get into that because it's, yeah, great. Sure. Okay. Books that I used, I guess it was, um, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, you know. Everyone is a dummy, so I would say <laughs> grab the book Guitar for Dummies. That was the, <laughs> that was the first book I picked up when I first tried doing guitar, and I was like, "Fuck that! I'm done. This is way too hard." You know, um, that one's a great one. I think it's really, really good, really simple too. Mm-hmm. Because before it gets into the guitar, I do this when I have lessons. I don't, I don't have students right now to give lessons. Uh, I still am uh, trying to recruit students. I do it for free. I don't really charge or anything. 
um, is the number. Yeah, I got a guitar downstairs out of tune, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> yeah, no, man, I, I'll do anything for free when it comes to music. But that book is so great, Guitar for Dummies, because it just doesn't go straight to it. It yeah. first explains what you have on your instrument, why these strings are here, what is that bridge, what is this called? Oh, the tuning, you know, the tuning yeah. knobs, these knobs, and then I'll even tell you what it is for an acoustic too. Nice. So acoustic and electric. You know, but then a music theory book I used was, uh, it was called Music Fundamentals. I think it was by William... Chapner? No. <laughs> William something, William Shakespeare. I, I don't know. <laughs> Will I am? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If I, I don't was know. Him. Oh, man. Now, one thing we kind of didn't explain, like, what instruments do you guys play in the band? Because I don't think oh, we, yeah. we really talked about that for our listeners. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I'm the bass player for the band, so I cover all things bass for the most part. All things Sean Briggs, yeah. Um, I started off playing guitar and I got, like, I'd say pretty decent at it and then I got terrible at it because I didn't mm-hmm. play. Uh, and then I was like, all right, I want to be a piano player. And then there's, I see too many great piano players. I'm like, I can't do that. Um, but then just kind of like, I finally purchased like a bass guitar. I found like a one for a hundred dollars at a starving musician. And, uh, I just kind of like, I always liked the sound of it and like mm-hmm. music where the bass was really prominent and doing something different than just holding the same note all the time. Um, and it just kind of clicked with me. And from there, I've just kind of like gotten more and more into it. You know, got more higher end basses as I've kind of gone on. Now you play the bass guitar, not the bass. Like, oh, I wish. Yeah, I, I play a bass guitar. <laughs> right. One day I want to get one of those really large upright, um, yeah. upright yeah. basses, but I don't have the space for it or the like. You know, two grand to drop on. Yeah. So, and I feel like if I get that, I actually need to take lessons yeah. from someone who's. I think it's like super heavy too. So yeah, it's not easy to carry. Around. I'm actually yeah. wanted to try to play the, the bass guitar. I tried the guitar and I was just like. My fucking fingers are retarded. I, like, I was like, dude, I can play Guitar Hero really good, but for some reason, the, the strings and shit. Oh, and that same here. I mean, yeah. you know, you put Expert on Guitar Hero, and it's a wrap. It's, you know, it's, it's fun for me, you know? And it's it's great. But um, the bass is a, is a really easy instrument, you know? But there might be some people who you can argue. Say. Yeah. <laughs> some people can argue with that. Well, I'm saying it's an easy instrument in the beginning, okay? In the beginning. It's up to you as a bass player, if you are a bass player out there, you want to become a bass player, it's up to you if you want to make it more complicated. Yeah. Because you can make it just as complicated as the guitar player and a piano player. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the stuff Sean does, but we, we try to work with each other. Now, I think I made it obvious, I, I play guitar in the band. Um, we have one bass player, which is Sean, one guitar player, which is me, and we have a drummer who didn't make it. But um, What's your drum, drummer's name? name's Oscar. Oscar Nuno, I think that's how you pronounce it. Awesome. I hope I pronounced it right. Nobody doesn't yell at me and beat me later. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even here. He can't even defend himself. I Fuck know. it. <laughs> I got that name wrong, man. Fuck. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, the guitar. The guitar is, is, is a kind of a... It could be complicated. It's like piano, too, you know? Because when you start with the guitar, you know, you have two hands. One hand's kind of got to get with those strings, and then you got to build calluses, and that yeah. hurts, you know? And then you got to realize you have to work rhythm section with your right hand, or if you're lefty, you know, whichever hand, but you're trying to, like, you know, pick, and you got to get comfortable even holding the pick and make sure your pick doesn't fall out of your thumb, and, you know, there's all those things, you know, in the beginning, but... Those power chords. Those power chords, you know, (laughs) those are the basic chords everyone learns in the beginning, but, um... Yeah, that's basically it. Sean plays bass. Uh, so, so I play guitar. Sean, do you play with your fingers or with a pick? Um, I'm definitely a finger player. Okay, and I, I know, like... I can't remember when I was watching. So. Oh, yeah. I know there's, like... There are pick players, and I think they're, like, really good pick players. So I don't want to come off as, like, oh, fuck picks. But, like, <laughs> I really... I like, I, I like to use my fingers because it's a much more intimate, you know, relationship yeah. with your instrument. You can and I, strings. Yeah, there's a lot more you can do with your hands, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, a pick limits you, but it also kind of, it lets you do some things, but I feel like it limits you more than it expands on your Because I would imagine playing. it's easier to hit more uh, strings with your fingers. You have, like, you can use four of your fingers to, like... Yeah, I can use, yeah. like, different harmonies and stuff. And yeah. even back when I was doing guitar, I did a lot of acoustic stuff and just was really all about fingerstyle playing. Nice. Um, so it's just kind of like a natural move over. Um, but yeah, just, like, a lot of being able to slap the bass. I find, like... Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I like to hit my thumb on things now. And, uh, like, <laughs> on drums or whatever. It just it kind of feels just right to, like, smack things by thumb. But. Like, uh, Stu Ham, he does that, right? Oh, man. Uh, I'm not really familiar with Stu Ham. He's, um, like, a... F- Famous uh, bassist. What about uh, I might have seen him. I, a lot of like Stanley Clark is what I'm into. Uh, Larry Graham, Victor Wooten. Victor Wooten. Victor Wooten him. Yeah, I actually yeah. saw him in uh, Yoshi's. Shit. Yeah, in Yoshi's. Yeah, you I, know? Know. I was gonna go, but yeah. my the person who was gonna come with me canceled, and I was like, you "Serious, dude? You think I want to go to Oakland by myself?" <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I like Oakland. But, you still want to get shot? But, it's but, all good. But, but the street Yoshi's is on. It's like, no way, man! Yeah. I ain't going by myself. But. You know, um, to expand more, you know, what Sean said, he covered that really well, but I personally prefer, like, if I had a bass player who was using a pick, I would tell him, you have to use your fingers. I'm sorry. Wow. Because the reason why is because, like Sean said, and everyone has a different opinion on it, you know, to each its own. Um, But here's the thing with bass. When you get to use your fingers, you have much more options. You have the option to also tap. So a pick is not in your way. You can also slap and thump. The pick's not in your way in between your thumbs and your, uh, you know, your second or first finger. Um, but when you use a pick, it, it just kind of kind of limits it. It's sort of the same thing on guitar, but I, I'm forced to use a pick because of some of the things we're yeah. doing. But um, what I'll do is, because uh, I also slap on the guitar and tap on the guitar as well, so I just kind of put the pick away somewhere in my finger, kind of like a magician trick. <laughs> um, but most artists, sometimes they put the pick in their teeth. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's kind of something they do natural, but it also, it's kind of for show, for style. Yeah. And it looks kind of cool. People yeah, are like, like oh, oh, he's got a, he's got a pick in his, in his, in his tooth. That's, that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's really cool. We just kind of went deep on the music side. That's cool, <laughs> yeah. though, because I actually I want to talk about some of this shit. So, I, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So, uh, coming up, uh, what was, like, your favorite, I guess, band? Growing up, or I guess artists, our influencers, mm-hmm. yeah, our influencers, yeah, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne. <laughs> Lil Wayne yeah. <laughs> I saw like the funniest thing a while ago about Lil Wayne. It was like, a, you know what the Onion is? It's like a, it's like a fake news network. Yeah, I've heard of it. Uh-huh. So the thing about it, they said that they to to get rid of the the drug ep- epidemic in uh, Mexico, they just sent Lil Wayne down to Mexico to do all the drugs. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, yeah, oh, they do tie all the time though. Yeah, check that out soon. Um, I think probably the first band I really got heavy into was um, probably Rush. Oh, it was okay, like nice. it was like in high school, and it was like the right like stoner band. And <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. the whole milieu of that. Have um, you wait? Sorry, not to cut you off. Have you read uh, Ready Player One, the book? Uh-uh. Oh, okay, they make a lot of Rush references in there, like a lot. Like it's deep in that book. <laughs> you, oh, yeah? should, you should definitely read that. It's a really good. What's book. it called again? Uh, Ready Player One. It's based off in the future where virtuality is like the way life is. Oh, it's kind like, of like a science kind of fiction yeah, novel. Yeah, science yeah. yeah. yeah really oh, I'm good. into that. For, it's cool. They're, they're making a new. They're making a movie out of it. So I think Ready it's Spielberg. Players. I don't need yeah. to read it then. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck books. We got movies now. <laughs> Basically, no. But remember, remember, children. Remember, the book always has all the answers that the movie sometimes won't give. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can never get into somebody's head. Like it's cool to see an actual dragon, but you can't. Uh, Books can break down what somebody's thinking. Yeah, you know, that's thinking about yeah, books. It's, yeah. it's definitely on a different level. Makes you yeah. draw your own picture. But I, I enjoy yeah. both. So yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. Sorry, it's harder to sit down and read a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, what was the question again? Influences. Influences. Fair band. Growing up. Artists. 
Shit, man. Like I said, oh, man. Uh, it's hard to pick from, huh? I guess you gotta rephrase the question and ask in which genre first. And no, here, I'll, I'll make it simple. Let me see. You, any genre. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, say as much as you want. I mean, I remember growing up, it was just a lot of hip-hop. I mean, like, you know, I had sisters, and so they were always playing, like, TLC. You know? Oh, yeah. oh, I don't want no scrub. <laughs> scrub ain't no love from me. You know, and I'm just, like, growing up to all that, listening to uh, um, Sierra, and, yeah. you know, and she, she kind of died out. She was cool, you know, and they had all these different, you know, early 2000s kind of growing up. It was, it was real different, and... Um, you know, but there was always like Alice in Chains always being played somewhere, you yeah. know. Them bones All that grunge, them bones for some reason. Because my <laughs> uncle, I said, you know, he played guitar. He was always like, he's the rocker in the family. And so I thought that was kind of cool. It was kind of different. But then, I don't know. It was it was a lot of influences. I mean, I, I love, right now I love Prince. I mean, I, I, I like, you know, I love Stevie Wonder. I love, nice. I like listening. Lately I've been listening to Drake's, you know, last 2015 album. You know, I think it, what is it? I think if you're reading this, it's too late. I think that's what it's called. Oh, I think so. I, Man, I, that, I don't even have that, it. I mean, that album was fire. You know, there were yeah. some good songs in there. You know, I mean, Hotline Bling was cool. It wasn't yeah. a bad song, but I mean, I don't know what he was thinking when it came to those dances. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Hotline Bling. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I, I, everyone made fun. Of, just everyone made fun of it. it but was, you know, you know what's so crazy about that dance? If you like do it, it's actually kind of fun to do. Like just yeah. kind of like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, like the tennis type of thing. Yeah. You go straight to your knee. Like yeah. I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? But, you know, it's, it's going to be a funny story to tell, you know, 20 years later from now. <laughs> but um, influences are everything. If it comes to rock, I mean, shit, every band. I mean, I listen to really everything. And I, a lot of people actually do say that. You know, I ask people sometimes, oh, hey, what kind of music do you listen to? They're like, I listen to everything. But they don't really listen to everything. Yeah. I, I listen to everything. I can tell but, you I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> I really listen to everything. I mean, you bring it up and I'll... We'll talk about it. Except country. That's the only one I don't yeah, think sorry. I'm the same way. I'm yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. don't have anything against it. It's just, um, I just, in my opinion, I just feel like it, it sits sort of on the same same thing over. But that's how a lot of music is. But yeah. I guess it's just not as pleasing to my ear. But I think it's nice that it's pleasing to some, you know. Some, well, I always some thought it was interesting. Like back in the 80s, like a lot of R&B songs were originally country songs. Like, wow. um, there was a song by, uh, I want to say Color Me, not Color Me Bad, um. I can't think of the name of a band. But, like, yeah, like, I heard it as a country song. I was like, wait, that's such and such song. And then I, like, looked it up. I'm like, oh, wait, they that's their song. Like, they actually were the ones that performed it. There's, like, one, what was that, Landslide song? It's a country song. Like, I like that song. I think that's probably the only song in country that I like. I think it was by Fleetwood Mac or some shit like that. Fleetwood Mac was a shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leonard was... Skinner kind of, they kind of had a little bit of that country in it, you know, like, when they made Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. But that yeah. was kind of cool, you know. It was kind of like a, a rockabilly type of, you know, they added some country in there. Even uh, Freebird. You know oh, I mean? That's a great song. And there's yeah. something bad we do with Freebird. I have yeah. to, you know, say right now. Every time we go to shows and a band's playing, you know, <laughs> you yeah, Freebird those free motherfuckers. We just yeah. we Freebird the shit out of everybody. And then we we'll like learn how to play it just in case it happens to us. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So we have to be careful with bands we play gigs again with because they're going to be like, we're going to get those assholes again. Yeah. And and, pe- and the audience knows we'll play, you know, some popular covers to kind of get everybody a little loose. Yeah. So they're going to probably be like Freebird, and we're going to be like, oh shoot, uh, <laughs> I don't know. On the country thing, though, um, I gotta say the Sa- Grand Theft Auto San Andreas game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually managed to find some songs that I'm like, it's oh, fun yeah. driving around listening to like Johnny Walker Red or whatever. Well, but... it's fun running somebody over to country music. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of fucked up. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great game, by the way. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um. You ever heard that song by Jimi Hendrix called Machine Gun? 
Oh, yeah. He's got this one mm-hmm. where it's live, I think, it's somewhere in California, but it's like the baddest version of the fucking song. I listen to it all the fucking time. Yeah, he had some really good songs before he, I think, uh, uh, Hear My Train Rolling or something like that. It was like one of his last songs, and he it was pretty good, but, I mean, he was leaking a lot of things in those last songs. I was just like, whoa, dude, slow down. Like, yeah. what are you saying? <laughs> well, he went it's through a lot crazy. of shit, man. Yeah, so. he really did. It's sad. Yeah, he definitely died way too young, but, you know, it is what it is. He had great music, so. Yeah. Uh, it lives on. It's almost like uh, you don't want to see somebody like that like fall off. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody just totally go off this. They've just been I artists know. like that where they just like great, made great music and all of a sudden they just fucking suck. Yeah, like Amy Winehouse, yeah. Kurt Cobain, uh, what, Morrison? You know, and it's it's sad. I mean, Amy Winehouse was the shit, man. I mean, she could sing, her yeah. voice was phenomenal crazy. She was she just sang like, like soul, man. Everybody, everyone loved it. And it, it was sad, like, you know, like you said, you know, to see someone go down that path so yeah. fast and hit so hard and then they're gone. Yeah. Have you seen her documentary that they made for her? Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I heard it was really good. I haven't had a chance to see it, but yeah, I heard none of the positive reviews about it. And it was kind of uh, a sad story how her family kind of, or mainly her dad, kind of drugged her into doing drugs. Like, she was the one that was like oh, heavy wow. influence on her. But it's yeah, it was all in a documentary, which was, I heard was really good. Well, I gotta check that out. It kind of reminds me of like Marvin Gaye, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is it true that his father really did? Shoot him. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. I can't verify, but yeah, that's what I heard. So, <laughs> like, hold on. Let, let me pull out the whole laptop. Dude. Yeah, let yeah. Me, let me confirm forensics. this. Yeah. Forensics. <laughs> let me match these fingerprints. Let me get my DeLorean and go back in the future and see exactly it's, what happened. It's weird how many people that were like really good artists had really fucked up parents, like uh, Michael Jackson. You yeah, know, people like, it's yeah. like, damn, it's something happens to those guys. It, it's, it's, it's like it's kind of weird. It's like not to make a joke, but it's mm-hmm. like. Do you have to, like, beat your kid to make him <laughs> yeah, become yeah, a good no musician? <laughs> like, like beat him into fame. Beat him into fame. Well, basically. I think it's it's that adversity thing. I think that it's something that this generation is kind of losing is that um, being confronted with adversity and how you overcome that. I mean, obviously, you don't want to overcome that kind of adversity. But in general, like, dealing with a bully or some shit like that, it's like, it can make you a better person. Yeah. A lot of people, they, they want to shield their kids from that nowadays, which I get it. I mean, I got, I got kids, so mm-hmm. and I want to shield her from a lot, but... At the same time, she has to learn how to, like, you know, fend for herself. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. it's funny, there was a comedian who talked about how, like, when he was a kid, like, when you fell off your bike, you end up, like, scraping up your knee. But kids nowadays, they wear, like, knee pads, but now they can't, they don't have a cool story to tell about a scar on their body. Like, oh, dude, this guy right here, I got it from, I try to, like, flip my bike, and I yeah. biffed, and then, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely got scars from, like, riding bikes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, I mean, I got this scar right here on the side of my, what, right elbow? I remember I was riding a skateboard, because where I live in San Jose, I live, um, Oh, shoot, I'll give you my social security and my address. Yeah, no. <laughs> Where I live is somewhere near the hills, and there's there's some nice hills. If, mm-hmm. you, if you like skateboarding, uh, you're totally you know going to bomb those hills. And I, I had a time when I used to skateboard and BMX and stuff, but when I started playing music, I had to stop, because I was like, I'm not trying to die or injure myself <laughs> yeah. or tell my band, oh, hey, we're going to cancel the show because I broke my arm. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You know, but those, man, I remember, I, I don't know how old I was. I think I was about like nine years old or 11. I mean, I went down those hills from the very, very top, went all the way down, and I don't know what I was thinking. I thought I was able to curve the turn and go right, <laughs> but nope, the freaking board just slid, power slided, and I just, like, banged up everything. I'm surprised I can't even grow facial hair under my chin, because I had a scar <laughs> under there, but I yeah. guess it healed. It was Thought pretty crazy. Really badass. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think... It's- I think it's funny too because back as a kid when you would like run and fall you end up ripping your jeans and like yeah. that's how you got holding your jeans and now motherfuckers are paying like hundreds of dollars yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, for, for true religion. religion yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man it's crazy well, I, no, got, I got some distressed real. jeans but you know whatever I got a true religion so no, yeah. true religion ain't bad though yeah. I mean they're, they're, 
They're not too bad. Like I, honestly, I like the shoes that Kanye West is coming up with. The, the, the Yeezys. The I Yeezys? mean, those shoes are pretty tight. They look pretty sick. I would own a pair. If they want a thousand dollars, yeah, a thousand dollars, right? I know that. Seriously, yeah. I mean, you know, every time I'm on social media, I always see like advertisements. Like he's really hitting the advertisements hard because it's like, oh, Yeezy shoes. It's like seventy five percent off now. Enter this promo code. I'm like, uh, I think that's a. Yeah. yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. It's like crazy. It's like yeah. wow. there's like that one guy who deep fried a pair of Yeezys. You see that on YouTube? <laughs> no, what yeah. happened? Fucking dipped it in flour and deep fried. <laughs> Dude, did you see the video? So you were talking about uh, going down a skateboard. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, going down a, a hill on your skateboard. You ever seen the video? Of the guy who does it like on like really steep roads. No, it's he goes like fucking 50, 60 miles per hour down these goddamn hills, right? Oh my and god! And I'm like, how does this guy not get back a car? Because he's, he's basically going with traffic. And one time it's a, a, a turn oh. too wide. Got fucking hit. He didn't die or nothing, but he got pretty fucked up. Damn. Like, Damn. He got hit? Oh, yeah, it was bad. It's on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. I'll show you after this is all done. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I bet up. the viewers are going to be like, hey, I want, I want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, we, we can do a reaction video to that. Uh, that'd yeah. be crazy. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And I, I used yeah. to actually go mountain boarding up uh, near Mission Peak. You ever done that? Oh, I haven't. I, I know where Mission Peak's at, but no, I haven't. They have like, I don't know if they still even make them anymore, but mountain boards are like basically, it's like a big, it's almost like a snowboard, but it has yeah. all terrain tires on the sides. Yeah, so I used to go up when it wasn't snowing and come down and shit. It was a lot of fun. That's some cool stuff, man. Oh, my girlfriend's home. I mean, no, no, wrap it up. I'm no, just kidding. No, no man, <laughs> yeah, no, no, man that's just that's just, that's just uh, my my throat. You know? Yeah, yeah that's how he's warming up. He's just warming up. You know, getting ready for the show tonight. No. <laughs> Industrial music. No, they're, they're used to it because she does a podcast up here too. So when I come home, oh, they'll cool, hear the same thing. So. Yeah. So how long have you guys been a band? <sighs> Two days, three days, three days. We just formed right now for this. No, like Voltron. <laughs> We've been a band for about. Uh, I'll take care of one. Um, I want to say. Yeah. You got one beer? No, you don't want one. Uh, uh, I'll take one. Sure. What kind of beers you got? I got a half. I got a watermelon half. I got an IPA. Yeah, strongest of the strongest. The strongest. Okay. All right. IPA. <laughs> oh man, but um. We've been a band for about a little over twelve months now. Uh, we formed in twenty fourteen in November. Um, it was a solo project I actually started, and I left a metal band I was in. I mean, I used to play some serious metal, but then I, I quit it and ended it all. Because I realized, you know, not to offend any metal fans out there, but metal doesn't sell. Metal is only for a specific audience. Yeah, it's very small. And nowadays there's so many metal bands where it's kind of like, it's impossible to make it. Make it a career. Yeah. You know. And so I realized, I was like, where the money really is at. Even though it's not all about the money. We love playing music. I mean, I encourage someone to come out to our shows because we put on a show, we're, we're filling the music. I mean, we're making facial expressions, man. Like, if we're having sex, you know, like, if if I'm having some kind of relations with somebody, you know, we're making some making crazy faces. Face. You know, we're making that, you know, that face, you know. You know, it's like we're exercising. We may, you know, we get into the music, we hype everybody up, you know, but, um, hmm. What do you have to say about that, Sean? I don't even know. I think you went off the topic of... Uh, I know, I did. Like, when we became a band. But, um... but um, yeah, we, we've been a band for about a little over 12 months, but I go a little bit too much off topic. Too many stories. But um, it started as a solo project, and... Solo as in just you? It's just me. You, you said the band's named kind of after you, right? Yeah, it's, it's called it, it's called J Trees, you know, or J Trees Band. Is this a good time to ask if Trees is your real last name? Trees is my real last name. Oh, shit, name. that's cool. Well, Blue's my last name, so... <laughs> We're kind of on the same we're boat. On, we're on the same boat, man. But, um, 
That, no, that's real cool. That's cool. I wish, man, that's cool. You know, I remember, I remember, no, I'm not even going to go off topic anymore. <laughs> We're going to hit this and then I'll go off topic after. Hit the mic. So it went as a <laughs> a solo kind of project and I was going to record the EP, do all the instruments by myself, drums, bass, guitars, and vocals. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, wait a minute, how, I need to find a gigging crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sort of like I need to find a band that will be my band for when it's time to play. Yeah, it's hard to go do it alone. So, yeah, so I found a bass player, and he ended up doing the bass on this EP that we recorded. Mm-hmm. I didn't advertise it too much, so if you, if whoever wants to find it, you can't find it, but it's very hard to find. It was very bad quality. <laughs> it came out really bad. I had this, this R&B type of rapper, hip-hop dude, do the mastering on it, and mm-hmm. it came out bad because he didn't, he didn't specialize in that. Yeah. And so it, it, it kind of sucked. And so then eventually I, I kind of formed a band. I was like, okay, this is a band. So it was still called J Trees. Then sometime by um, by the summer, um, it became J Trees Band. And I realized like it was a band because everybody was contributing, writing songs, and that's how it kind of kind of how it started. And there's more to the story. There's a little more to the story. It's a pretty short story. Briggs, when did you join the band? Were you like part of the original crew, or um, no? I wasn't. I was the guy who replaced the other bass player. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like it was maybe like a year ago is when um, I first played with Jason. Um, I was, I'm actually in another band as well um, called the Lucky Suits, and uh, we play more like like dance, mm-hmm. R and B, like poppy music. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we needed a drummer for a gig um, oh, yeah. because. Our drummer had issues. Were they drugs related? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and then, yeah, we found Jason on Craigslist, and he went and filled in for the show. And then after that, he's like, hey, man, uh, we need this drummer. I mean, it's a, we need a bass player. So he was like, stealing me from the other band. I, I felt really bad because, like, when Sean joined the band in 2015, the summer, you know, he was only the second bass player in the band. And I'm going to say this right now. He's the last bass player who ever's going to be in the band. I mean, unless he died... Or unless him and I were going to fight. <laughs> but, I mean, it's impossible for me and him to get in a fight. Like, we're just always bullshitting and joking 24-7. Um, but he's the last bass player. That's it, you know. Uh, I, I call him, you know, um, the last bass player. You know, he didn't really want to be in the band anymore. It was creative differences. So, you know, it was kind of like I kicked him out, but then he kind of left. It was kind of 50-50. It was so, no, more like, I quit. Yeah, he was like, no, I quit. It was like, no, I kicked you out. I have it in an email. So it was like, but then... <laughs> He's like, he's like, no, but I also have it in email and voicemail. I'm just like, all right, you know, all right, cool. So, but him and I are great friends now, you know, um, the old bass player. Where everything's good. But when Sean came in the band, it was just like, I felt bad because it was kind of like, I stole him from his his other band he was in. And, you know, with the singer, her and I, I felt like our relationship went to shit. Like, I felt like, you know, and I would be mad too if I was like, hey, what the heck? I bring this guy to fill in in my band. And then this guy tries to steal one of my members for his band. Like, you know, and I felt bad. But her and I are on great terms now. That's good. You know, the, and, the, and the other band that Sean's in is called Lucky Suits, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have some shows coming up in April. So it's going to mm-hmm. be pretty cool. They have a nice fusion sound. Nice, nice. Um, you L- could, you could check suits. them out. Uh, yeah, Lucky Suits, like uh, business suits almost. Gotcha, Although gotcha. I think our actual idea was like suits and cards. So oh, okay. <laughs> it's going to kind of yeah, It's a pretty good band, you know, mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah. I, w- I was glad when Sean came in. You know, Sean, Sean's been in the band for about uh, almost a year now. Almost, you know, it's been about uh, it's been about nine, ten months yeah. now. So, and when Sean came in the band, things changed a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it really like um, when he came in the band, it was like everything I needed, everything I wanted. He he added that like final fusion 
sound to the band that was missing. He was doing stuff where I was just like, what the hell? You're going to make Sean cry over there. He's like, I love you, man. And then, you know, the last thing for that whole band's history story, because, you know, we've only been a band for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. I've only had two different drummers. Actually, I've had three different drummers. I probably I've had ten different drummers, but not all of them played gigs. Spontaneously combusted. Yeah, only three of them actually played gigs. One played the first gig. No one remembers that. You could find it on YouTube. Try finding it. It was just type in J Trees Continental Club. It was so bad. I mean, it was such a bad performance. It was ter- bad as advertising or like bad performances. Yeah, yeah. actually, don't even look it up. Um, but uh, <laughs> you guys are really good at beat shows. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and then uh, we, I had my old good friend come in the band. His name was Chris. It was Chris Abulus. Um, he was in the band for all twenty. Wait, his name was Chris Abulus. Abulus. Like it was almost like fabulous. Yeah, it was. That's a cool. fucking badass name. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Abulus. It was, it was crazy. And um, really cool guy. You know, real short dude, light skin, but he had a deep ass voice. I mean, when he answers the phone, I mean, it sounds like you're talking to an old school pimp, man. Like, it was scary. <laughs> some some Barry White shit. You know, but then you go meet him, and he's the most you know sweetest guy. Short, you know, just sweet, really cool, down to earth guy. You know, he takes pride of that. He's a real cool guy. That's cool. You know, but um, when he, he left the band, actually, the ending of last year. I mean, it was really sad. It was very, very tragic for me. Because him and I were like childhood friends. And it was like, mm-hmm. dude, like, you've been my drummer for multiple years. Mm-hmm. I was like, how are you going to, you know. But, you know, he, he, he had to because, you know, he's doing engineering, you know, mm-hmm. at a university. So, totally understand. That's what he wants to do. Totally cool. So, now we have this new drummer who came into the band, which is, his name's Oscar. And uh, he came in on New Year's. We had a show on New Year's. Oh, shit. At Stork Club. So it was kind of cool. We've played nine shows since New Year's until now. And uh, when he came in, that was when I realized this was the lineup I was looking for. Oh, like, nice. this is the official J Trees band lineup. Sean completed it with this fusion funk neo soul style. And then I, I didn't notice Sean had a little metal in him, too. I was like, oh, shit. Sean doesn't play around, too. <laughs> And then when Oscar came in the band, I was like, shit, this guy started throwing Latin in the music, like cumbias, you know, like all that weird Mexican, you know, doom, 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 you know, like he knows how to drum that. It just tripped me out. You know, it's some complicated drumming and uh, just both of them really made the band. I would never want to ever replace them. Nice, nice. Yeah, I could tell because I listened to some of your early stuff and it's like way different. I'm not going to say it's bad or or good or bad, but it's different. It's very different. So, Yeah. yeah. It's very different. I, I personally like the sound you guys have now. Yeah, I do um, too. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, the, the old Thanks. stuff was just a little more... It was a little more simple. It had a little more metal to it. More metal. Yeah. Yeah. More rigid, I think, because more of rigid. that. More yeah. rigid. And I like yeah. metal, but yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of metal bands. It's nice exactly. to have something that's, that's different. Yeah, so. nowadays, you know, every metal band sounds the same. It's it's, it's difficult. You yeah. know, that's why, at least in rock, you can kind of... I mean, we're not really a rock band. We, yeah, we play rock, but I mean, we have a fusion of everything. We ha- Whoever comes to the show's everyone's gonna like it we'll, we'll play at least a genre in there with mm-hmm. reggae some kind of soul some kind of something that you know someone will go home happy with always yeah, yeah. like why'd I been they tore it up <laughs> yeah yeah. sorry I get stuffy here during the daytime oh so, no it's it's all okay, this fucking man. electronics I'm, I'm getting cooled down now <laughs> alright yeah. cool, cool. Hey, it's a really good beer so right now we're drinking Lagunitas Lucky 13 yeah free advertising <laughs> yeah advertising well Everybody, like we talk about all kinds of shit on this podcast. Oh, yeah, we get paid for. I'm just like whatever. Doesn't waiting for the sponsors. Yeah, to roll wait in. for the yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometime this year we're gonna go for monetization. So. <laughs> They're in Petaluma, California. So yeah, not so <laughs> it, this is an interesting thing about Lagunitas is that um, they used to do this thing. So they have a really nice like bar area or whatever in a restaurant, and so people would smoke pot there all the time. 
Shit. And so it was like kind of like a down low thing, you know, hey, come here, drink a beer, smoke some pot. And so one day there's an undercover uh, officer there. Oh. He's trying to buy pot from somebody. And so, first of all, like, if you're smoking pot and somebody's like, hey, can I buy some pot for you? I'm like, hey, you can go away, cop. I mean, like, for real. Know, like, <laughs> like, ask to buy hey, weed can for... I buy, Hey, can I buy weed from you, bro? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? nobody it's... does that. It's <laughs> like, can I have a hit? Maybe, but nobody asks <laughs> to buy weed. Yeah. Hey, you got that fire? You know, then then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're, you're real. You're not a cop. Yeah. But, eventually, but I guess somebody uh, sold pot to this guy. And so they shut down Lagunitas for a little while. So they have a beer that, after they got reopened, they have a beer called the Undercover Shutdown. Yeah, <laughs> no way. yeah, and they have another beer. If you ever see it, it's called uh, I think it's censored. censored. Yeah, yeah, but it's supposed to be called Lagunitas Chronic, but they censored it after the shutdown. So uh, yeah, they're badasses then. <laughs> yeah, hey. and it's, it's kind of cool when you're drinking a beer and have like a story. Because like the night we when I when we saw you guys perform, we were at. Um, Magnolias? We, we were all a little tipsy. <laughs> yeah. But no, we Everybody were was, I was on a different level. So Well yeah, you remember how drunk he was, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was drunk. Oh, as fuck. Man, it was it was crazy, man. But yeah, so uh we went to this place in San Francisco called uh Magnolias and um they were pairing oh, yeah. the uh whiskey with their beer. So they had like oh, shit. they had whiskey that was soaked in like in the barrels right but then they'll take the whiskey out and then put the beer in there and they uh, ferment the beer inside the whiskey barrel so the the uh the beer would take the flavor of the whiskey and so they had them paired together and so they had like one beer to call like old pussy wheel or no, something like old, that old, old thunder pussy, uh, old thunder pussy. Yeah. and the story behind that was that there was like a whorehouse down down like that was close by where the chick her name was thunder pussy or something like that and so that's where they got the name from i was like oh shit that's a cool ass fucking story yeah we didn't know that they were going to give us whiskey because you, you know how normally you get a beer flight and it's like you know three or four little small beers yeah so we got a beer flight but it was like 30 bucks i was like that's kind of expensive for a beer flight hmm. but then we sat down and they brought out three shots of whiskey and three fucking beers I was like, holy shit. And that was like the start of our day. Yeah, that's the start. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. So that's why Drunk Blue was out. Yeah, you know, after that whole night, you know, at the Hayward Bistro, it was a story. After everyone left, what happened? the bartender was still there. I told him, I was like, what's the strongest strongest, what's the strongest you got on tap? And he's like, so we got a triple IPA. I was like, what the fuck? That exists? What the hell is that? I, I don't see that in stores. So he gives it to me, and that thing was black. I mean, it was, it mm. was, it was just dark it looked like coca-cola basically yeah, yeah it tastes like coffee man it was it was dark and i think i had two cups of that and then i had two regular so i had two regular ipas and then two of the triple ipas and my band's like hurry up drink it we gotta go eat and i'm just like oh man I'm like, oh, and i finish it i'm just like i was bawling the whole night yeah. after that oh, it was man. crazy so don't worry man I, f- I felt your pain that yeah. night too, man. It was, it was crazy. Plus, you, you guys were trying to give me your number, and I was not just that I was drunk, but it was like a lot of people talking. <laughs> it was funny. And, I liked yeah. it, man. But look, I, I think I still have your number on my phone. I'm like, I got the number. <laughs> it was funny, man. I still remember that. And Rashawn was like, he was like, man, he's like, yeah, don't listen to him. He's drunk. And then he's like, do you not realize that he's giving you his number? Like four or five times, and you're like <laughs> you were like you were like holding it, and you were like, oh shoot, you're like, hold on, eight four nine, and then you're like, uh, and then you're like putting it there, and I'm just like, oh shoot, I'm like, are we gonna get to the point? Of- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny though, it was yeah. all fun, man. I'm glad you know we met you guys. You guys are some really cool folks. Yeah, I guys are definitely an awesome band, and y'all guys seem pretty cool as well. Yeah, shit was a that was a fun night, man. That was a fun night. You guys ever done a SFB week before? Mm-hmm. You should uh, you should find like when you play it on a day of a SFB week, but probably next year what you guys should do is look and see like the schedule 
and try to play a venue on like one of the bars that are doing an SF Beer Week thing. You're probably SF Beer Week. Yeah, SF yeah. Beer Week. I, I take the whole week off every year to just get <laughs> nice. drunk. So, so yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's smart. <laughs> so basically, what it is um, San Francisco? It's actually the entire Bay Area. Like different breweries will release limited edition beers, or like they'll have like some kind of event that's happening, so you can go there and drink as much as you want and be happy and merry. And it's like for a whole like nine days, so it's pretty fucking epic. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, especially if you drink. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you meet an interesting see how people. it would be fun if you didn't drink. Well, some people yeah. don't like drinking, and some people are like antisocial or whatever. But I, I go out usually by myself, like to the city. I'll just take Barton, and I Ubered this year, and that was fucking great. I did Uber Black. I was like a fucking, I felt like a rich guy. It was great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just like rolling around like Mercedes and shit like that. But yeah, it, it was cool. cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, and just talking, meeting people. So it's just pretty neat. And then I got to see you guys, and I think the last day that I, oh, the second to last day. Yeah, I think it was a Thursday. Yeah, guys Thursday, on, I think it was a Friday. Yeah, and then I think that went out so. the next day. Yeah, it was crazy because it was like, um, we postponed this so, like, for, for so many weeks. We yeah, waited like yeah. a whole month. It's yeah. all these things that came up, and I'm glad we're finally here, though. Yeah, yeah, because Prodigy's uh, brother died, and then yeah. uh, before, so we had to push back by an hour, but then he had to be somewhere, so he ain't fucking here today, but it's all yeah, right. Yeah, we noticed, like, our drummer's not here either. Yeah, yeah. He's at, he's at WonderCon right now, so he's oh, at an, cool. another comic convention. Cool, no worries, yeah. no worries. You guys will probably meet in one of these. We'll go to one of your, uh, one of your venues. Yeah, there. we're actually um, our next show after today. Today is going to be at Guitar Wars Music Shop, San Jose, six p.m. But our next show for uh, April is April twelfth. We're going to be at the Boom Boom Room. Okay. And SF. So yeah. Actually, so cool. I think I can hang out. Is that a Sunday? It's on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday. Yeah, I think so. Shit. I don't think I can make it then. I I can make like the next one you guys do. Cause I think that's the day. Um, my girlfriend leaves or something like that or my, my daughter's still here. Oh, shit. But after that, it'll be... I'll, I can come see you guys. Yeah, we have everything yeah. on social media. We're always active. Posting. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, promote wherever you're at. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, cool, so man. We'll definitely. All right, you guys want to wrap it up? We're going we're gonna to chocolate banana this right now? <laughs> what, time? Banana time? What, what time is it? You guys got plenty of time. It's only uh, 2.17. What are we going to do for another two hours? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, for sure, I'll man. show you some cool videos and we'll react to it. You want to do that? Yeah, why not, man? All right, cool. cool. So we'll end on Definitely. that. Um, hold on, I got to... So you guys want to give out like your social media contacts where people can re- uh, reach out to you or you know listen definitely, to your music? Definitely, definitely. Um, Websites? We will actually be releasing an EP in April. Nice. It's going to be a three-song EP. It's going to be beautifully mastered. Like ten-minute long songs each? Yeah, each Good. song ten minutes. <laughs> Pretty oh, fucking crazy, it's but it's, it's the 10 minutes where it's not boring you. It's 10 minutes yeah. where it's like, hey, there's a new part after this and this, and it all just ties into the song. Um, You can check us out uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Just look up uh, J Trees, J Trees Band, you know, trees as in, you know, you're seeing trees outside in front of your house. If you have trees, I'm and sorry J about that. Dot <laughs> trees, yeah? Yeah. So I got cactus, what the hell? <laughs> just look up J Trees Band, I, I'm pretty sure you'll find it. It's you know? J, J Dot Trees, right? Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to like advertise as J dot trees. People are like, "Oh, look, it's J dot trees," and it's like, yeah. "No, we're not. It's just not the dot." You know, so just look up J trees band. You'll find us on Instagram, Facebook. We're really active. Uh, we try to follow back and stuff like that. And yeah, feel free to message us or anything. Um, we'll go from there. Sean, you got anything? I think Jason covered it. Yeah, All right, cool. Around and get Nick us. Yeah, you guys are on SoundCloud too, right? We are. We have some older recordings on there. They still sound good. You could check them out. Just type of look in uh, J Trees. There's band. two accounts though. It's so, the same band. Hold on. So just <laughs> explain that why there's two accounts. Oh man. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's. Uh, hey, you know, I, I, you want to wrap the pack together right now? Right. But no one's just messing around. Man. We, we could conclude with this. Um, the old bass player, 
Now, whoever listens to this, this is the only way you, anyone will ever know this, because I'll never say this probably ever again. <laughs> the old bass player used to run that SoundCloud account. Oh. And since he was on drugs, he forgot all the passwords. <laughs> so... That's hilarious. I was pissed. I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, take that garbage EP off. So <laughs> it's still on there. You can listen to it. It's not too bad. It's just the quality isn't so great. It, 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 it sounds okay. I Does guess it represent we, we, the we band just, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's not us. It was one year ago. Okay. And um, you can see the evolution. Yeah, you can yeah, see the evolution in the yeah. other J Trees band account. Yeah. And that one has some other ones of last summer. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. J Shrub. <laughs> that's that man or went on that then well I, I guess I could play Starkly News before but whatever fuck it why isn't it playing there we go god damn I messed up the end of this the whole podcast I like that? Fuck, you gotta redo it that's, that's, how, you, that's how we roll anyway uh, I think we can play this song tonight yeah do it we actually had this made for us by a guy in uh, Ohio <laughs> Gotta be behind it.